And this is Chris from Brothers P Podcast, where we interview the innovative, the daring, and the bold, providing informative topics for the black LGBT. And on this particular podcast episode, we're going to make this a special Latinx episode. Uh, there's a reason for that, and we uh, had the privilege of interviewing Stars Network, the same network that actually brought you power. It's the same network that's now bringing you its first Latinx series called Vita. And I had the privilege of interviewing two of the stars that's going to be featured on this series, May the 6th. Make sure you check it out on the Stars Network. And in this episode, I was able to interview Michelle Prada, who plays Emma, a young, smart, driven young woman who's actually lived in Chicago, but was estranged from her mother and her sister. And she finds herself returning back home to deal with some of the family business and kind of coming across a few other things while in the process. And I also interviewed Miss Maria Elena Loss, who actually plays Cruz in the series, who is the enigmatic lesbian who was a mentor to Emma before she left Los Angeles. And when Emma returns, well, things that were left unspoken, well, guess what? They're now coming to light. So I'm sure you're going to see how that relationship plays out, just like I did. I enjoyed it. So I hope you enjoyed this interview as I did. This is, again, the Stars Network's first Latinx series featuring Miss Maria Elena Loss and also Michelle Prada. And a little fair warning, guys, it was raining down here in sunny Florida, so it wasn't so sunny. But you probably hear a little thundering in the background, just slightly, but hey, everything went well. I hope you enjoy the interview. Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, um, I'm actually got, I was watching all, some of the episodes here, and one, I got to say, I'm very impressed. I really love the show. I really love how, how things are going here. Now, this is kind of a, a little bit of a departure from Fear of the Walking Dead here. Uh, how did you prepare for this part? So, <laughs> um, yeah, it is a pretty big departure. I mean, it's, uh, I, I would say the way that it is the same is, um, with Here the Walking Dead Passage, um, it was a story of two women kind of coming together and learning to kind of take care of themselves. And with Gabby, um, she really was unsure of herself and, uh, you know, pretty much like dependent on a man and doing all this stuff. And then, you know, she meets this strong, incredible woman and she learns to find herself and depend on herself. Um, and I think that we see a lot of those kind of like feminist uh, tones in, in Vida as well. The ways that it are different is that there are no zombies in Vida. Um, so that is a big difference, <laughs> and there's no stabbing yet, I guess. <laughs> well, now, are you, are we, did it come to, to doing this part, this is more of an East L.A. culture. Were you familiar with that? Yeah, I live on the east side of L.A., uh, and I, I mean, I'm from Hialeah, so I feel like there's a similar, like, heart and blood that flows through both areas. Um, but I have spent a lot of time on the east side of LA. Um, when I first moved here, it was, I had a very difficult time, I think, the first year of really feeling at home in Los Angeles. Okay. And it wasn't a time on the east side that I really was like, oh yeah, I like LA. I, I feel this. And, you know, my, um, I grew up, uh, my family is Dominican, Puerto Rican, Mexican, but the Mexican part I didn't really, uh, I was, I didn't really connect with because I didn't know. Gotcha. Um, it's part of my family that wasn't really in my life. 
So I grew up very Dominican, Puerto Rican, then obviously the men married Cuban women, so we had the Cubans. And it wasn't until I came here that something in my blood started kind of like being like, oh, yes, this is home too. You know, uh, it feels good. Okay, okay. And definitely down here, for, when you said Hialeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know, I know it. All right. So, Hialeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm on the windows that say, we speak English, and English is so wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. People, are, especially down here in South Florida, we'll definitely know what you're talking about. We know what you're talking about. Now, when it comes to this type of character, this your name, your character's name is Emma, and she seems very estranged from the family, um, which I'm sure is going to play, play a little bit further. Um, how was that? Because when, when you think about that, the Latino community is, Latino families are very close to one another. Did it seem very difficult in that sense to play that part? Yeah, I mean, they're very close and very large and just keep expanding. And you have uncles that you don't even know where they came from. Um, so that is, and everybody's in your business. Everybody knows. So um, <laughs> I feel like I could definitely... Um, associate with that part of them uh, being like, really? Why does everybody have to know everything that I'm doing? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Emma, you know, was was dealt a lot of pain very young and she was sent away. And I think that Emma wants nothing more than to have family and belong and to uh, feel comfortable and feel loved. But what she was shown at a young age just wasn't safe. And she wasn't shown that, so there's a lot of fear, and there's with that comes a lot of walls that you build around yourself and you put to to to, to protect the softest parts of you. And I think we see that throughout the series is uh, Emma's created this persona where she believes that she can live life as an island and that she doesn't need anybody because people hurt you, people are unpredictable, and she lives in the rational world and she's gonna fix everything and make it perfect and if it can balance the checkbooks then that's amazing and as you come back to our little Latin communities uh, life doesn't really work like that so she really um, starts, we start seeing her persona that she's created get cracked and get torn down and we start seeing what's behind that wall and I think Lynn is a big catalyst for that as well because Lynn sees Emma for exactly who she is and Lynn is probably the only person left alive that can do that. Wow. Wow. Now, now this is kind of kind of the first for Stars Network to actually take on a Latino X, a Latinx drama series like this. How does that feel? It's so exciting. I can't, I, I feel like I'm in a dream come true. When I first uh, started acting, going on auditions, this was everything that I'd hoped I'd get to do and I was told that it didn't exist. And it feels like such an honor and a privilege to have gotten brought on by Tanya Serracho and by stars and everybody uh, to be in this space. Um, and for stars taking a chance on essentially a full cast with fresh faces and, uh, and really allowing us a space to tell our stories, us telling it. The writer's room was all Latinx and uh, mostly queer, and getting to have that opportunity is not something anybody's taken lightly, and we're just really, really excited to get to tell our stories, because we've had it told for us for way too long. 
was this a part when it came down to playing a queer woman? Was that something that you were familiar with previously or no? Um, I think specifically a queer, uh, labeled as a queer character. It's not something that I've done a lot. I wrote a, uh, an, a short film where uh, my character was queer and I think also just as human beings, I mean, love is love and we all have different experiences and, uh, you know, so as far as personally, I think, you know, I've always been open to whatever, whatever love brings. Awesome, awesome. Now, when it comes to the audience, how do you, how well do you think the audience will receive Emma? You know, the beauty about a lot of the writing is that it's so unapologetic and it's just out there in all of its beauty and ugliness and flawed and perfection. And I think Emma is is that. And I think a lot of people will be able to, if they don't see themselves in parts with Emma, they'll be able to see people that they know. And I think what was really exciting about getting to play a character like Emma is that in the pilot, you see what she presents to the world, and a lot of times you see people like that. You're like, oh, she's kind of icy, or she's kind of cold, or oh, rude, or whatever. And the best part throughout the series is that we get to see what made her that way, and what creates somebody like that. And I think you know, pretty early on, you start realizing, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, I I could see that. I I'd probably be like that if I had to deal with that or had been through that or whatever. So. I think that is a lesson for us just in, you know, humanity, being like, wow, like we have no idea what people are going through and what leads them to that place. So that's, uh, I, I really feel like the audience is going to connect with that aspect of MM. You know, it, it kind of seems with the, re, the reunion, I guess you could say, between Emma and Cruz, it seems... I don't know. It seems like Cruz kind of threw her off a little bit. I mean, how was is, how is that playing with that type of role? How does Emma receive uh, Cruz? Well, I think playing the role, Marielena Lass is just such a little cutie pie hottie. So that <laughs> aspect of him is easy. She's beautiful and it's easy to fall in love with, with her. <laughs> see how this plays out with her and with her and Cruz. So this is gonna be pretty interesting. How many years have been acting? Well I've been acting my whole life. Um for, you know, in church plays. I was like doing, you know, the Christmas Carol and shopping malls and in school and <laughs> you know, it's always been something I've loved and uh that I was a part of. Um I would say like professionally acting um, as like this is my career, probably about maybe five or six years. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Wow. This is actually pretty cool. 
sure i can definitely say i i can't wait to see more of the episodes i've been watching and watching and i've been kind of addicted to it. i want to see how, how much more this really plays out and i am so proud that you guys are so, so proud of stars network to be taking on this challenge so let me tell you i think it's gonna be so cool i think it'll be a cool thing especially for the lgbt uh lgbt community kind of pierce their eyes towards a little bit so thank you so much for coming on the show i really truly appreciate it my pleasure thank you so much for having me all right, how you doing, Maria? Great, thank you. Uh, well, congratulations <laughs> on the show. Personally, I got to tell you, I'm loving it. I'm just like, I can't believe this is a really good show, you know? But how can you prepare for a part like this, first off? For the audience, what, what is actually her role within Vida? Within Vida. Okay, so Cruz's role within Vida is uh, she and and Eddie actually are a little are a bit similar um, in that uh, they are compasses of truth. Okay. Not compasses by like <laughs> what would you call me? The plural compasses. Um, and uh, so Cruz is someone that has uh, that is in the community from the community, born and raised in the east side of Los Angeles, okay. is a social worker that does community outreach and is very passionate. Basically the older, more mature version of Mari of Mari gotcha. And right, so so Cruz actually gets some stuff done instead of going around tagging. Okay. And and um and so Cruz and Emma have a history that you know it'll it it'll come to light and and we'll see what happens with but it is it's uh and me sort of preparing gotcha I've been L A for I've lived in L A for a really long time and it's and I'm not from the neighborhood but I spend plenty of time going in and out of the neighborhood friends errands and so it's it's a an area that I'm familiar with. And I, it's also the, being in LA so long as I've lived anywhere. Okay. So, um, so it is, so as far as preparing in that way of, of knowing the area, it's, you know, that's, that's how it is. Um, what, what did you just ask me? The reason, well, the reason why I'm asking, you know, when it comes to, uh, this particular part here. First off, have you ever played a part like this? A lesbian? Have you ever played played this type of part? Um, a, a lesbian, yes. Uh, that's that that's not hard. But a character from the east side of Los Angeles. Actually, no. I I I have done that a couple of times now. Um, and the last time I did it was. It was uh, for this thing with Dr. Dre. It hasn't come out yet um, for Apple. And also, also someone from his past, okay. from, from uh, the east side of Los Angeles. And so the, the character in, in, in that way was different than us. Uh, I'm also what I left sort of reserved dork. And Cruz is just super cool. 
very, very comfortable in her own skin. Yes, I noticed and, that. Yes. Yeah. Well, now, be, well, be, you're originally from uh, Puerto Rico, is that correct? I am. I'm originally from Puerto Rico. I was uh, born in Puerto Rico, raised in Saudi Arabia and Japan. I am uh, been living in LA for a long time. Now. Yeah, I'm a whole a whole mix of well, coming from a a, you know, a well-rounded background, it sounds like you came from to come into a culture that seems very very protective of the culture to keep keep everything intact. Did it how did it take anything a uh, kind of a struggle for you to kind of really get familiar with the understanding of East LA, or was it something that you you just pretty much got into a little more comfortable than you recognized? You know, it's a lot more comfortable than I recognize, and I think that that there are certain things that that trouble the the neighborhood that is so common just all over the world, right? The sense of of community and not and wanting to slow down change, and um, and seeing the, the the gentrification. That's something that I mean, it's happening everywhere. In Puerto Rico, it's, it's awful, especially now after. After the hurricane, there's so many people that are coming in from the outside and just buying up plots of land, and it's really? not, you know, yeah, it's, it's and and I'm talking even people from from overseas, so it's it, so everyone is is feeling feeling displaced, and, and so it's it's something that's so common, I think, all over. So in that sense, I I understood that, and I also personally, like, I know I know what it feels like to to have this connection to, to a place that you consider home, but then seeing it change and, yes. and and just and feeling like, oh gosh, home at this point, for me in my life, is just like this amalgamation, amalgamation of like, of sights and sounds and a feeling, right? And, gotcha. and it's just not looking how, how, how it used to look. Right, so that longing, that nostalgic longing, right. and I think that you know we all we all have that. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and for you, to, so therefore, I can definitely see how you can easily connect with this because <laughs> you're right about that with Puerto Rico, especially the situation going down there. Now to have this character who's very much about her community, who who's very comfortable with herself. Um, how does that? Because you're not to give anything away, but you're you're definitely. You're definitely. A, it seems like you're maybe a little bit intimidating for others in there because you're so comfortable in who you are. Is that something that you had to really kind of kind of grow within the character yourself, also to be that comfortable to be a lesbian who is very comfortable in her skin and very true to her own? You know, it's my answer to that is mixed because on one hand, on one hand, it is. It is uh, really able to to cut through cut through bullshit and just want to get straight to it, which is something that that I personally appreciate and like, and I love that Cruz is that is that to Emma and is that on the show? Just just no no fronting, um, uh, just open in there and 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 wanting more and a, and a real connection, right? So no bullshit. And that's something that I that I really appreciate and I try so hard in my life, um, especially 
especially as you know time goes by and 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 you say goodbye to people and they pass away and everything, just sort of keeping my side of the street clean, I guess okay. I like to say. Yeah. Um, but as far as a cruise, uh, comfortable in her own skin, that that for me was a challenge because there are there are things that I that I still want to work out um, in my in my own self and with my body and feel comfortable about that I don't yet. And so I appreciate that I got the opportunity through cruise to to act as if I am comfortable in my you know, in my own skin in that way. And uh, and so I'm just letting that now dictate or help me, right, move forward. So so I'm learning so much from her and, and from getting to play her. You know, I'm pretty sure guys would be like, what? You're strikingly beautiful when I saw your photos, you know. That- well, you know, here here's the thing is that I, I understand I understand what you and yes, we women are lucky in that we have makeup and hair and clothes and you know, things to, to sort of help us with that with that type of sex appeal. But um, I come from a culture that is the Latinx culture is still a little bit different as far as the idea of of, of the the beautiful woman, right? We we're still here in a novella world. And there's still a lot of pressure to look a certain way. Plastic surgery is through the roof, really? you know. And having these types that I have, um, where you know in Europe it's fine, and in different places a little bit challenging. Um, I I feel in my culture for that to be embraced and to be considered sexy, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. So it, like I said, you know, it's it's still a little bit of a beauty pageant um, idea. So so I'm and that's that's what what is great about being able to to play cruise on such a big level, right? And such a big outlet is that it does it does show that, hey, we Latinos also have different body types and, and, and that's fine and, and it's something that we really have not seen um, in in Spanish TV, you know? Yes. A couple movies we have, but it just hasn't been embraced yet. It's going to be premiering May the 6th on the Stars Network, and this is, it seems like to me it's going to be like the first time they've ever done a Latinx drama series like this. Is that is that correct? Yeah. So how, do you, how yeah. does it, so how does it feel to be a part of something like this? It's so amazing. I feel so lucky to be, to be in it. I mean, I, I know that there will be judgment and blowback from our own people <laughs> more than more than anyone I believe uh, but it's it we're pushing we're pushing boundaries we are getting people to 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 uh, we're getting characters that haven't been seen before that are reflective of what actually exists and so they're finally being given a voice and more than anything especially with us with our you know traditions and culture and very machismo and everything it's gonna it's going to hopefully open up conversations, right? And 
um, and even within families and everything. So we're just we're just really hoping that that this show and and the characters in the show and all the topics that we cover, which are so much that we tackle, um, are, are going to be able to instill some sort of um, cultural change and 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 open open the door to say, hey, this is this is normal too. It's not just what we've what we've seen and what we've been fed with Hollywood cliches and, and all that. So. I'm just so happy to be a part of it. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I know that's my last question. <laughs> so thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And I would make sure to tell everyone to go out and support this series as much as possible. This really, I really enjoy it. And I'm going to continue watching it. Beautiful. Thank you so much.